0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Triggered. This is Trigger It's number 484 here on Thursday, September 28th. And last of the month. Yes, last of September. It's almost October. <laughs> yeah. Winter is coming. Um fall. Well, yeah, but it's going to be winter soon. You know I
1: mean? it's, it's, it's pumpkin spice time,
0: man. You know what I can't wait All for? All the white it? bitches and, I, and just, their pumpkin spice shit. Well, they start rolling that out in August, but yeah. uh, you know what I can't wait for, and I'm just calling it now. This winter, which will be most likely extremely cold and snowy for at least the northern half of the country, Uh, probably a good amount of snowstorms on the east coast as well, Mm, Um, perhaps large blizzards, and take it to the bank right now, because it's going to be extremely cold and snowy, guess what will be causing that? Global warming. Climate change, yeah, <laughs> global warming. They don't call it global warming anymore because they knew that that word yeah, got nah. uh, or that phrase got tainted. But yeah, climate change. So and everything's climate change to them. Yeah. Too cold, climate change. Too hot, climate, climate change. change. Too dry, too wet, too windy. Tornadoes, no tornadoes. Hurricanes, no hurricanes. All climate change. Racism. Climate Interestingly change. enough, we didn't have a very bad hurricane season at all. No, that's climate change. Uh, tornado season last year was pretty low as well it's been low actually for a few years now yeah. we haven't had an F5 I think in almost 10 years I believe that, that um, was
1: uh, Joplin
0: right? I think so time? yeah I have last to go time? back and look um, but certainly I mean, at least the last terrible, five years um, yeah, yeah, yeah climate change anyway climate change Got off the top of that. These people, These people in their fucking bullshit. I mean, they're, they're just trying to destroy the world. Electric with the vehicles now. Um, Don't yeah. eat meat. Well, and that ties into the whole Don't auto worker strike, yeah. which um, really is an interesting dynamic that Biden showed up for six minutes to picket with them. Yeah. Because one of their main complaints is the electric vehicle bullshit, which he is primarily driving himself. Yes. Um, the subsidies, the, the mandates... Um, so that that was funny. To that see, was but. that was ironic. Here's yep. the man who basically like
1: Rooney created you, yeah. created one of the major obstacles that that's that killed the New Deal mm-hmm, yep. with the uh, the automakers.
0: Anyway, there. let's get into what we came here to talk about today. Which of course the two topics of discussion the impeachment hearing, which is still ongoing uh, as as we speak here. Oh oh, I could see oh. that Dan Goldman, the uh, weapons grade retard from New York, is speaking. The yeah. insider trading. Uh, very suspiciously high-return stock trader of uh, of Congress. Um, He's got that Levi money. Well, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the impeachment hearing today overall has been pretty low-key. Uh, it's low been key. very low-key. Not, not surprising. Kind of figured that was going to be the case. There hasn't been a whole lot of new information. You know, CNN, MSNBC, and, of course, the big TV networks have all blacked out coverage of today's hearing. Only Fox News is carrying it live. Um, You know, stark contrast of their wall-to-wall coverage of the Trump impeachment hearings. Yeah. um, Which, you know, just follows along with exactly what I predicted in the fact that this probably is not going to move the needle a whole lot, if at all. Um. What What is your take on what you kind of seen this morning on uh, Yeah. On TV and on social media.
1: It it's the Republicans rehashing what we've already done, setting up timelines, doling out the the evidence that offers legitimacy to this inquiry, mm-hmm. and then Democrats just throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Is there equal justice under the law? Biden loves his son. There's no evidence. Oh, they've uh, been parrying that no evidence. No evidence. Line. Oh, also, and also
0: the government shutdown. Yeah, yep.
1: You know, this is how many people are going to get fucked over in, you know, Boebert's Bo- district, Marjorie mm-hmm. Taylor Greene's district, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Then it goes back to facts, which is how, like, there's some shady shit with the Biden family. Then it goes back to Democrats, like Dan Goldman probably saying shit like, you know, there's no evidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Back and forth. It's not really... um, It's as expected. There's no fireworks, unfortunately, but... um, Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: it's... um, I was actually expecting something a little more lively. Yeah, well, you know, we've got a few sound bites of of truth out of this, Mm -hmm. mostly from Jonathan Turley. Uh, We got two clips here. We're gonna roll them back to back, then we'll talk about it. Roll those, Mr. Producer.
2: But I also do believe that the House has passed the threshold for an impeachment inquiry into the conduct of President Biden. Can a benefit to your family be a benefit to you? It is. There's been a, a, a repeated statements that you need to show that, that President Biden accepted direct money in order for this to co- constitute a benefit even under, under criminal cases that deal with bribery, extortion, and the Hobbs Act. The courts actually have rejected that. They've said that money going to family members is in fact a benefit And I don't really see any legal basis for that. Obviously, the strongest case is if you have a a direct payment. But this idea that you can have millions going to a politician's family and that's not a benefit, um, I think is pretty fallacious.
0: So the first one there, you know, he says that the House has passed the threshold for an inquiry. Um, And, of course, you know, any, any person with common sense or that's being honest would agree with that. Yeah. Um. the The difference here is that the Democrats have the entire media complex on their side, um, and they will run with this line if there is no evidence. Even though, look at the evidence. I mean, the bank statements, the the text messages, the emails. It's all there. And I love earlier today one one uh particular retard on on the Democrat side. Um. Oh, why can't I remember the name? It's the lady. She's really. Oh, man. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? No, no, no. She no. also, she dropped some She shit. did some retarded shit for yeah. sure. Um, Lisa, Lisa McLean? That might have been it. The one from yeah. Michigan? I think that might have been okay. it, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, there's no evidence. And Comer goes, look at the bag
2: statements. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, and this is that's the energy we need in these hearings. Like, yeah. you can't be restrained and all that. It's not going to break through, right. right? If you want this to be covered on the mainstream media, no matter how negatively they will portray Republicans, and of course that's what they will do, you need to make a scene so that it becomes a story, and then they're forced to cover the story. Because otherwise, this will get a passing mention of 13 seconds on the evening news, and nobody's going to even know it happened. If a tree falls in a forest, nobody's around to hear it, did it even happen? I mean, that's, that's the level we're working with here of the media blackout. One of the most powerful tools of the media in this country, the liberal media is the power of the blackout. And if they don't want to cover it and they don't want you to know about it and they won't cover it, it's not gonna break through and be and be told to everyone else. You all will know about it because obviously you're listening to this podcast, you're you probably consume, you know, conservative media, town hall, red state, PJ, you know, all of our sites, you know, you probably watch some Fox News, even though they've gone pretty hardcore lib in recent times. We're gonna talk about that a little bit with the debate later on. But it, everyone else in this country, is shielded from this. Yeah. Right? That's the real difference. And that's the point I've been trying to make with this impeachment inquiry. If you want to get it across, you have to really push it. And we need messengers to do that. And as far as what we've seen today, that doesn't exist in the Oversight Committee. Um, I believe Marjorie Taylor Greene now is up for her line of questioning. Oh, the flamethrower should be whipped yeah, out. Potentially, one. you know, she's going to do something. But, like, you know it's been a little disappointing. Um, It's also mid-afternoon, and people want to go home. Yeah. I mean, these people want to go home. Yeah. One of the other witnesses there, Bruce Dubinsky, forensic accountant, um, had this to say about this hearing.
3: As the age-old proverb goes, where there's smoke, there's fire. As a fraud investigator, when I see smoke, I immediately look for the fire. The critical question facing the American people today is whether behind the smokescreen clouding the Biden family and associates' businesses was there or is there a fire? And if there was or is a fire, how big is that fire? Why were members of the Biden family and close business associates receiving millions of dollars of payments from foreign entities and individuals? What services, if any, were being provided? What was the substance of the alleged services being provided? Was the money being paid for a fair amount commensurate with those services? Were political favors being traded and disguised as services? These are the questions that, as a forensic accountant, I routinely am asked to, to answer when I'm hired to investigate allegations of corruption and fraud. There's a great deal of evidence that has been collected to date by this committee and others trying to answer these very questions. However, much more information is still needed in order to be able to answer these questions and make a final determination as to whether or not the Biden family and its associates' businesses were involved in any improper or illicit activities. And importantly, whether those activities, if any, were connected to President Joe Biden or then Vice President Biden. And I think that's fair. You know, the American people deserve to know the truth. There used to
0: be a time in which that mattered in this country. Um, I don't know if that matters so much anymore. But um, just as all of this is happening, we have some other new Biden family corruption details emerging. Actually, this is your story, Matt. So why don't you tell me about it? Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, uh, we have more testimony notes from Gary Shapley, where he said, you know, before, even before we all voted in the 2022 midterms, you know, the DOJ had enough evidence to make a decision on whether to charge Hunter Biden or not. Mm-hmm. And the top brass said, well, we don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot. Now, it's, on paper, it's vague. What the hell do they mean by that? Well, we all know what they mean. Yeah. Yeah, we all, the, the, the bias in that building, we all know what they mean. They didn't want to, first of all, I mean, at the, for the, at the very least... Upset the man who oversees this department, which is the president, because it's under the executive, and they didn't want to, you know, give something to what you know for Republicans to be to weaponize against, and they didn't want, you know, basically hurt the Democratic Party, which mm-hmm. is what they've been doing, you know, for for years and years now. So, yeah, that's why they dragged their feet goes back to you know the whole David Weiss special appointment, special counsel appointment, which was done to provide another obstacle for House Republicans regarding getting his testimony about this whole matter and the sweetheart plea deal that was nuked by Shapley and Joseph Ziegler's testimony.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know it's just they obviously knew that this guy was doing shit. Right. But they don't right. want to charge him because his because of his last name and who he is. Yep. So, I mean, it's a story that ends in why, but again. I was told that there's no evidence of wrongdoing uh-huh. and uh, you know these impeachment inquiries are a circus and uh, you know, all this, that and the other. Well okay, we'll be Well I also
0: uh, the uh, DOJ <laughs> apparently is bearing up. Little... I love that today they keep saying even though Hunter may have done all this shit, there's no proof that Joe Biden's involved. Like look at the texts, yeah. look at the emails, look at the phone calls look at that were the, made. Look at the financial transactions and well, how they're yeah, structured. Of course, of yeah. course. but even beyond that, right? Like, but that—that's like saying John Gotti didn't do anything. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: okay, okay. You know, well, I mean, yeah, well, a, yeah. new,
0: a new text message released by the Oversight Committee shows Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother, explaining to Hunter Biden how enlisting the former vice president's help during foreign business dealings was usual. Yes, the text reads in part, "quote." We, as usual, just need several months of his help for this to work.
1: Who, Who's his, Who's that person?
0: Yeah, well... I wonder who. Mm-hmm. I wonder
1: who could it be.
0: This new information comes just after we talked about yesterday, the documentation showing the wire payments from China that were addressed to Joe Biden's home in Delaware. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Hmm. It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. Yeah. Also, that's mo- that's one motherfucker... Who has been flying under the radar?
0: Yeah, is his brother His yeah. brother
1: is just as dirty. He is up to his neck in as all this. Hunter, yeah, yep. He is just remember. He's just been keeping. I mean, he actually has been listening mean, he can because he's the brother. He's not the president. Mm-hmm. Right? He's been lying low in Delaware for years, ever since you know his name was brought up in the tax evasion charges.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Was I think that was like twenty what twenty twenty one? I think two before the pandemic. Yeah. Was it before the pandemic or after? I think it was, yeah, around that time. Because then he yeah. went, he, went he, he, hit, he literally went inside his house in Delaware and never came out again. Yeah. But yes. That whole family, as you know, they're corrupt. Selling up, you know, setting up shell companies to funnel in all the proceeds of, you know, from the Central Asian oligarchs and everything.
0: Well, when I, you know, when I say the Biden family crime syndicate, it's not just a joke, right? Yeah. The entire family was involved. Yeah. From Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. To Jim Biden, to even some of the other kids. Beau Biden. No, nah, I don't want to. I don't want to say Beau because there's no proof of that. Uh, wouldn't be surprised, but there has been no proof as of yet that he was involved. Um, we should, we, we, can, we can subpoena dead people's banking records, can we? I mean, I suppose you can, mm, but it's well, no rock on. But in all of right? these, in all of these transactions, his accounts have never come up, so I don't think he was. Yeah, uh, that's just my you yeah. know, opinion okay. on that. But but you also have Jill Biden, very involved in all of this. Um, what's the whore daughter's name? The one that he molested in the shower? Oh, Ashley. Yeah. Uh, she definitely <laughs> yeah. involved in this. What well, Haley who who she's the Bo, granddaughter the no,
1: Bo's wife who later became Hunter's uh, slam piece. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah. bitch that tossed the fucking... gun in the trash can. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely involved. She could be dirty for sure. I mean, this the yeah. whole family is just skeezy, nasty, yeah. you know. I mean, we never got even into like the Joe, the Hunter Biden laptop uh, alleged child porn stuff. Yeah. That, notice, notice how, how that, that was that, hidden. just died.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also need to subpoena Eric Schreeren.
0: Yeah.
1: The man who supposedly guided and advised Hunter Biden's financial future when he was still married to... What's her name? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, well... I, I mean, there are multiple avenues here.
0: That's Get the on Biden it. crime family. Get right on it. It for you. Um... What else we get here? Oh man, the illegal immigration is just getting out of control. Shout out to uh Governor Abbott for putting all that razor wire along the border. Um, I love, 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 love these Democrats flipping out over it. Oh my god, it's so inhumane! How could you let them drown in the river? Well, don't go into the river, that's that's how you don't let them drown in the river. Don't go into the river. The United States is closed. The border is closed. We need to send that message. We need to stop having images on the news of people just being let into the country. Yeah. Being let through the fences, helped through the razor wire. That only further reinforces the message down south in these shithole countries that these people can then come to our country and they will be let in no problem by the Biden administration. That's the message they're sending. And that's what we got to stop. And, you know, if if it takes some death, so be it. I say, mine the Rio Grande. Oh, I, lo- I would love that. You mine know, I've been saying for a long time we need to put a bunch of alligators in there. <laughs> I mean, I'll go full Dr. <laughs> e for sharks with laser beams sharks. attached to their heads. I mean, whatever you need down there. Dump the yeah. alligators yeah. in the mines. Yeah, But it's, like, outrageous that, um, you know, the, the border is basically just a managed entry point for the whole length. Yeah. The ports of entry don't matter. Yeah. And everyone is coming into this country, and the ones that are not catching are the ones that worry me. Uh, because oh, clearly, like all the, all the terror watch list people that are pouring like, well, in yeah. here like a sieve? Yep, yep. Uh, now we find out that national parks could be the next destination for illegal immigrant tent cities... Democrats are proposing to use national parks as places to build these tent cities and temporary housing oh. uh, I mean I mean first of all these that'd people, be a they're
1: gonna be eaten by bears you know that somebody oh, it
0: wouldn't be the worst thing yeah,
1: and you know you talk about <laughs> drownings they're gonna fall into those uh, acid pits by the geysers you know I mean some guys remember the two things you listed
0: just yeah, now yeah Selling
1: points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was one. Remember, there was that one jagaloon who went off the, the beaten path. There's signs everywhere saying "stay on the goddamn oh, boardwalk," yeah, yeah. and then he tried to take a little photo, fell into that pit, and his body was completely dissolved. Oh, well, that's what you get. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's not gonna you know yeah, go off very well. Those even bears, in New I mean, York, it's gonna be
0: all you can eat illegal alien buffet with those bears, <laughs> man. Even in New York, you see that. The Democrats don't even want these illegals there. Um, so yeah. it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, well, they voted for it. Yes, you did. Yes, that's you did. That's one of my did. favorite That's <laughs> one of my favorite memes. That's from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Um, all right, 2024 election debate. Let's hit that. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to save for Wednesday the down ticket discussion. Yeah. That's a long um, discussion. Run- that is a longer discussion. There's a lot going on, on yeah. there. Very important. And it is and, extremely... And surprisingly, um,
1: you know, Bob Menendez is a part of that and
0: everything. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about yeah, who's going to run, yeah. who's maybe going to run. We also have an election coming up in, in just over a month in a couple states, uh, Oops, namely... Here. The most important being Virginia. Yeah. Um, I think that this Virginia state legislature election could really have some interesting uh, tea leaves to be read about what's going to happen next year. Um, The early signs are that Republicans are, are shaping up to roll the Democrats here in Virginia. Um, there's a few things that could change that. Um, government shutdown could be one of them. That could be really interesting. Um, and and hopefully the government does shut down. We are approaching that. Uh, we're going to talk about that in one second. Um, actually, let's do that now, and then we'll just go into the uh, debate stuff. Okay. So the government shutdown, right? Yeah. 90 percent chance of happening according to Goldman Sachs Oh I think I think it's a hundred percent chance yeah. because at this point there's no way they're going to get a bill passed in time before
1: yeah the, the midnight 1st. on yeah. October yeah.
0: 1st now you know if the shutdown happens at midnight and then they pass the bill you know at 9 a.m the next morning, did it really shut down, right? Technically, like it did. Okay, well, obviously that's the point I'm making. <laughs> technically it did, right? That's why the technical odds in my book are a hundred percent at this <laughs> point. But, but I'm talking about a real shutdown. I'm talking about a weeks couple and days. Weeks. Well, oh, yeah. I don't know about weeks and weeks, but I think a couple days is likely yeah. at this point. I personally am rooting for such a shutdown, simply. To have a little bit, a couple days with less fucking gridlock traffic in Northern yeah. Virginia.
1: Well, That'd be nice. When you know it's real is when you have the local news interview all the government workers who uh, aren't getting paid.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just like, eh. Yeah. Well, also, I love yeah. when that happens
0: because they, they, air quote, not get paid. But it's just a furlough. Oh, yeah. They get back they paid. They get back pay, yeah. Yeah. So, really, it's just a
1: vacation yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, and then with a massive, you know, thousands of dollars in
0: bonuses because
1: <laughs> of the back pay.
0: Yeah. On top um, of their usual salary. Well, technically it's not a bonus. Nah. It's a back pay for... for. It's a it's a paid vacation is yeah. what it is. Kickback. Yeah. It is, um, it, is. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, I think that's going to happen. Very interesting how Kevin McCarthy's having a spine for once. Um, did the House Republicans say no fucking chance they're going to pass the Mitch McConnell Democrat negotiated continuing resolution? Well, did you hear Mitt Romney took a poll of the Senate Republican caucus? Really?
1: They want a clean, clean bill.
0: Who said that? Uh, he did. Well, he's full of shit. I <laughs> know, yeah. Look at the number that was just voted yeah. against it the other night. Yeah. Almost half of the Republican caucus yeah. voted against that bill. Yeah. I knew you are going to get Enjoy that one Fuck Fuck fucking get around me guess what?
1: although at the same time though given leadership and everything that would not surprise me though if, oh if, for if, sure if, if, if most were like you know what let's just let's just roll everything just it's just it's just passive it. well, oh listen we just all know
0: it. we all know that uh, that the way it works is everybody just gets in line with Mitch McConnell except for the few actual conservatives that we've talked about before um and we listed them yesterday on the show. We did really. That's the only the only people in the Senate that are actually going to stand up and do anything about it. But yeah, so that's government shutdown looms. I look forward to it mostly for the decreased traffic because my commute has been absolutely hellacious the last three weeks um, since Congress came back yeah. into session.
1: Well, there's been inclement weather here, man.
0: Yeah, but it hasn't you, you, been there. You, you know this. I was It done. starts to rain and people no, forget out. to No, I was gone the whole here. time it was raining. Oh, Remember? I was in oh, Tampa. I'm talking right. about other times. Every single day, the highway is just gridlock. And then the toll is like 000, $30. That's ridiculous. And so my choice is sit in two plus yeah. hours of traffic or pay the $30 yeah. toll. Which do you think I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So well, out here you see that they close the center lane. Because if I had to sit in two hours of traffic each way every single day, I'd put a forty-five in my mouth. <laughs> oh no, so. I thought I'd be like, you'd be like a Michael Douglas and falling down. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go around yeah. with a bag yeah. full of guns yeah. and just shoot everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what else we got? Oh, th- this one I forgot to put this one in yesterday's show, and I had to bring this up. You've heard about the New York ruling on about Trump air quote,
3: air he, quote yeah. committing fraud yeah. which, when lying about his network, which worth, was rendered right? without
1: a uh, jury
0: or a trial or anything. It just, Correct. He's 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 guilty. Uh huh. Well, you know how they found him guilty. They said that Mar-a-Lago is only worth like eighteen million dollars. That's
1: not. That's that cannot be accurate. I thought someone did a fact check. Isn't it like worth
0: three hundred? Oh yeah. Yeah. Easy. No, yeah, that's that's why it's totally yeah. ridiculous. I mean they're trying to get him banned from New York for doing business. Yeah. It's really sick that this is what the so called air you know, air quote justice system is interested in. Meanwhile you have a US senator selling out the country, you have a US president currently selling out the country. I mean uh but yeah, Trump the them fabricating crimes against Trump, on on the fraud front here, and all the other indictments too, frankly, but uh, especially this this civil case like, Letitia James, she is the one of the most corrupt. She's attorney general, right? Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. most corrupt state attorney generals I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. All right, let's get into probably the next governor. I don't know about that. I don't know that people she, really like her. She tried. She, uh... I forget why she dropped out last time. Because she realized people didn't like her.
1: Well, it's not like Kathy Holkel's much better.
0: Right, she, but... I mean, she's awful, too. I, I, I see what you mean, though. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Um, she's a bitch, so... Um, okay, we got some, uh... We got some, uh, clips here from the debate. Gonna get these clips moving here. What do we got? Okay. I'll tell you what, there was some hefty minority on minority violence yeah, last that's night. Right, yeah. Um, and we're not talking about the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> we are talking about the debate stage. Yeah. You had Nikki Haley and Tim Scott going at it. Uh, you had Tim Scott and Vivek Ramaswamy. You had my favorite, Nikki Haley and Vivek Ramaswamy going at it. Yeah. Indian on Indian violence. Yeah. Uh, getting, you know, hardcore <laughs> with it. Um, we got all these here for you. First off here, Nikki Haley and Tim Scott going back and forth about some curtains. Roll that clip.
1: Did you send them back? It's the State Department. Did you send them, back? You send them back? You're the one that works in Congress. Oh my gosh. You get it You time. hung them on
4: your your, your curtains. Are, they your were curtains. there before I even showed
0: up at the here's, residence. You are scrapping. You are scrapping your stupidness. You yeah, know here's, I here's a, a fact. Bill. here's a fact though. Go, go, go I, I go. Go.
4: cut tax and I loaded up our body. You car. wanted a gas tax increase. and then you
3: wanted a gas tax. We do not
2: intend to go ahead like
3: this. In fact, we're about about to take a commercial break.
0: Go to the YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, um, one point I will make is that actually Nikki Haley's correct here, and as much as that pains me, those curtains were ordered by the Obama administration. Next up, Ramaswamy and Scott squaring off. Well, you know, why don't you just listen to this and decide if you can tell what points are actually being made. Uh, It was basically total chaos. Roll that
3: clip, Mr. Producer. Hunter Biden, millions of dollars, was a partner of this yours as well. It's not nonsense. So you, look, I want to
2: respond. Please. These these are right. good people
1: who are tainted by a broken system, and it's not the fault I, I of anybody who's involved. Some of us
2: are tainted. by the Excuse me.
4: Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. You said Biden. If I may If I may You can't be on both sides.
3: Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges that we have a book. I should have a debate between business in China. If I may, Everybody
4: knows that. If I may, if I may address on holding
3: Joe if, Biden if accountable, accountable. That's what I, we need to be I actually on. agree with
4: Ron
0: DeSantis. Well,
3: speaking at the same time. I,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, I think that overall, my take on last night was that it was generally a big mess. Um, oh, you, that's being polite about it. The moderators had no control of the situation. Um, I think that overall, if you were to rank the three moderators, Dana did okay. I was pretty surprised how poorly she actually she did. Um, but kind of set up her failure in the fact that her co-moderator, Stuart Varney, had no control over the situation. No. Uh, multiples just stuttering attempts at questions. And uh, then you had the, uh, the libtard token of the, the moderator bunch. As expected, like I said yesterday, the Univision bitch, uh, she was horrific. That was yeah. absolutely horrific. Yeah. And the fact that this is allowed, consistently allowed, election cycle after election cycle by the RNC, letting these liberal moderators control our process is uh disgusting yeah that's the best it was was bad and uh ronna should rightfully be asked how this was allowed to happen again i mean every question she asked last night we're gonna get into a couple of them every question she asked was a liberal talking point
1: yeah
0: every single one uh the worst one to me uh was About fentanyl. Oh, how she blamed us for the fentanyl crisis? She said that 90% of fentanyl coming into the country is seized at US ports of entry. And there's multiple levels of this retardation, so we're going to get there. And then she said, and actually, of those, 70% or whatever are US citizens. Well, whatever the fuck your name is, who could barely speak English. Let me educate you. And she couldn't barely speak English, by the way. First off, no shit that a majority of the fentanyl getting caught is at ports of entry. Because the fentanyl that's not getting caught is not coming through the ports of entry. It's coming through the porous open border with these fucking illegals and cartel smugglers that are bringing it into the country to poison Americans. hmm and the reason that most of the people caught at ports of entry are U.S. citizens are because those are the ones that are working for the cartels who can try to get in and out at the ports of entry because they are U.S. citizens. I mean, does this lady know nothing about the way the cartels and the drug trade operates at the southern border? Yeah. I mean, what a dumb yeah. question. It was outrageous, frankly. And and the fact that that made it in was ridiculous. She, she brought up the, um, the Kamala DeSantis African-American education hoax. Yeah. Take a listen to this.
4: Slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not because of it. But many are still hurt. For the sentence of slaves, this is personal. What is your message to them? So first of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. Uh, we are not going to be doing that. Second of all, that was written by descendants of slaves. These are great black history scholars, so we need to stop playing these games. Here's the deal. Our country's education system is in decline because it's focused on indoctrination, denying parents' rights. Florida represents the revival of American education. We're ranked number one in the nation in education by U.S. News & World Report. My wife and I, we have a 6' 5' and 3-year-old. This is personal to us we didn't just talk about universal school choice we enacted universal school choice we didn't just talk about parents bill of rights we enacted the parents bill of rights we eliminated critical race theory and we now have american civics and the constitution in our schools in a really big way just like president reagan asked for in his farewell address back in 1989. florida is showing how it's done we're standing with parents and our kids are benefiting
0: yeah liberal propaganda yeah it was it was bad then she asked about the dreamers oh my god the dreamers what are we going to do about the dreamers pretty simple send them the fuck out of the country <laughs> why is this difficult I don't understand why this is difficult oh man no they they've lived here for so long you can't possibly send them out well we need to start sending some people out yeah that's a good start yeah you know, one thing that Vivek said, and I, and I hate giving him credit for anything, but he is very right about this. A child born of an illegal immigrant in this country should not have birthright citizenship. Absolutely not. And I totally agree with him. And I actually think that his legal uh, standing on that is pretty firm, um, which, you know, really pains me to give him any sort of credit whatsoever. I would love to see the other candidates adopt this messaging, um, I think DeSantis is, the only, Desantis is, I believe, one of the only ones that says that he would use deadly force to defend the border, especially against the cartels importing poison into our country. But, you know, this this lady was just like, oh, and, and what do you say about the Latinos that say that the Republicans just don't like them? What kind of fucking question uh. is that? <laughs> that lady is ridiculous. But anyway, and nonetheless... That, that needs to be addressed with the RNC. Um, and, and the whole process of how these debates get picked, who's moderating them. That I thought that the first debate was pretty rough moderation, but last night was way worse. Yeah. And so, it is bad. Uh, hopefully, that can be fixed going forward for the next debate. And also, we need to raise the criteria because there is no reason b- besides Ron DeSantis. Vivek, and Nikki, none of the rest of them have any sort of chance whatsoever. I think Doug Burgum is interesting, though. Okay, there's a difference between interesting <laughs> and having a chance, right? Like, sure. Yeah. Bloody Eyes' Aza Hutchinson was interesting, too. Interesting to look at because I didn't know if he was a fucking demon or a human. <laughs> but he shouldn't be on the stage. No, he shouldn't. doesn't have a chance to be president. That's, you know, the, that's, I think, a problem going in with these debates is the there's a tendency to allow too much participation. I get the first one. Okay, right? Give everyone a shot in the first one. But the second one, there's no reason it should have only gone up one percentage point in the polling. Right? We should be jumping 2% at a time here. Two, maybe even 4% at a time here. Because realistically, if you don't have above 5%, you don't have a shot. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have a shot ever. So, anyway, speaking of people that shouldn't have been on the stage last night, Mike Pence, poor Mike Pence. Ugh. Uh, he, he was. He loved telling
1: everybody that he uh, likes uh, fucking his wife.
0: Well, yeah, okay.
3: All right, roll the clip, we have to roll that.
0: Yeah, roll the clip.
3: My wife uh, isn't a member of the teachers' union, but I gotta admit, I've got to admit, I've been sleeping with a teacher
2: for 38 years. And. Um, Full
1: disclosure. Oh my god! Awkward sex jokes. Let's yeah. stop it. And you know he's he's so out of his skin. So well, out that of was character. that was so. He can't land it. Yeah, stop that was
0: it. rough. And oh. then he tried to make several jokes, and not a single one got any laughs. <laughs> I almost felt bad for the old man up there he bombed, last night. Man, he looked really old too. Like the guy's just got to drop out. Needs to go take his board seat on like Raytheon and just call it a day. Yeah. Um, because he he doesn't just, even do this anymore. Stop it. Yeah. Just yeah, stop. Exactly, yep. Stop it! Um, what else we got here? Oh, this one. All right, so... Last night, Chris Christie, another one who shouldn't be on the stage. Chris Christie actually had a few interesting lines last night. But each time he made an interesting point, and this is the Donald Duck one here, he was doing... This one, this one was like watching uh what was the shuttle that exploded (laughs) the challenge the challenge this was like watching the challenger it was soaring through air and i'm like wow he's making a great point this is actually really interesting could be good and then he makes this lame fucking joke the crowd laughs in pain and it just explodes in midair roll that
3: clip mr producer and Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck.
2: All right. I want-
0: Oh, so bad. So, so bad. Doug Burgum, another one. He was very upset, to say the least, because he was just not getting called on. And uh, so his attempts to chime in without getting called on had the moderators trying to put him back in his place. Um, And when he tried more politely to chime in, Moderators weren't having any of it. Roll that clip. Um, <laughs> Governor Haley, reaction to that, please? the only person who's leading an energy state, could I answer the energy question? No, uh, Governor Haley. Man, that was rough. rough. The guy... You know, and, and the thing about him is... He's actually a pretty good conservative. Yes. He's a very... Yeah. He has a great record. That's exactly what I was about you to know, say. You know, I mean,
1: he is, on paper, the real deal. It's just where he is from the lack of name recognition uh-huh. the lack of a national constituency like he's he hasn't been in the you know I'm trying to like yeah. he's been a governor yes for two terms he's uh-huh. been great but he's, he hasn't sought the spotlight and obviously didn't really have I I, I would guess political, uh, presidential aspirations until up until recently for some reason and yeah. now he's there and you know who he, he kind just, of reminds you he just can't me break of,
0: through you know he kind of reminds you of is a little bit of a more polished richer uh, less cool version of Rick Perry. Yeah. And I think that he could <clears throat> yeah. actually be a good Secretary of Energy. Yeah. In the fact that they've had great success up in North Dakota yeah. with fracking uh, and drilling. I mean, you know, I think he could do a good job with something like Commerce that.
1: Commerce Secretary, too. I mean, he's. Commerce he, should be good, yeah. He's created uh, jobs. Uh, well, labor. Yeah, labor. There, yeah. I mean, he. I, I don't think he is going away. Yeah. I think if a Republican wins, he should definitely be on a short list for, for some sort of cabinet secretary. He's
0: just not the guy. He's just, yeah, you know? unfortunately. Um, okay, my favorite uh, minority on minority violence of the <laughs> night was mm-hmm. uh, Nikki Haley and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy going at it hard. They were going at it hard. Uh, listen to this exchange where Nikki Haley essentially pulls out the... Uh, the what's, dun- a, what's a sword the Indians use the dunce cap
1: oh the sword
0: oh. you know what I'm talking about yeah the, the one with the real yeah, big hoop curve. on it yeah, the hoop, the hoop. like the one with the yeah. Aladdin yeah you know? <laughs> um, she pulled that out and gutted gutted Vivek right in front of everybody although I will say that she came across as quite a bitch while doing this, yeah. uh, which is the danger for any female politician. I thought you were gonna say
1: she, yeah, like uh, Indiana Jones, like Mola Ram, she ripped out his heart, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Producer rolled it. This is infuriating because
1: TikTok <laughs> is one of the most dangerous social you know, media apps yes that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say hmm. because I can't believe you know, they hear you've Haley got Finney. a TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. That means they can get your contacts, they can get your financial information, they can get your emails, they can Let get your me text say, messages, hurling. they can get all this of is these important. Things. this China is very important. China knows for our exactly party. what they're this doing. Is very important and What to our we've party, seen and I'm is say, you've gone and you've helped China build, make medicines will, in China, not America. You're now wanting kids to go and get on the social media that's dangerous for all of now, us. You and you were in business with the
4: Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. We so can't trust me, you.
0: Man, that was hardcore. Um, and did you see that she praised his book? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you can't make this up. Well, yeah, she wrote the blurb (laughs) about this book. Um, Uh, So anyway, what else do we got here? Oh, here's... Okay, so we're going to finish off with uh, two strong ones here. Okay. We've got this real laugher from Tim Scott, just showing how weapons-grade retarded he is and the fact he is not prepared to be president. Because if he truly believes this... And what he had to say here, we're about to play for you. Uh, he should just be thrown in a trash can, and made fun of forever. Uh, really, I mean this is egregious. I when when he said this, I mean you were sitting there. I was like, yeah. what did he just yeah, say? No, it's bad. Yeah. Okay. Roll that clip.
3: And ninety percent of the resources that we send over to Ukraine is guaranteed. It's a loan. It is not ninety percent. Of the money that we send over there is loan. Well, we can talk about this, but at the end of the day, ninety percent of the money that we send over there is actually we're in the form of back. loan. It's we're not actually it not be paid by Ukraine. It's paid by the NATO or NATO allies.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure we're going to get all that money back, because Ukraine has a quarter of a trillion just lying around. Yeah, ninety percent of that money, is working. and then then he was like, challenged on that. And he's like, oh well, NATO's going to pay it back. Oh really, really? You mean NATO? The, the members who don't live up to their pledges on defense spending, that NATO, mm-hmm. uh-huh, yeah, that's, that's going to go well. Um, Ukraine isn't even worth a quarter trillion if we tried to sell off the country and gut the whole goddamn thing for whatever they have underneath the soil there. I mean, it's just outrageous to me. Not only that, it's a bombed-out shithole now, so it's not worth anything to begin with. Um... If anything, we should get Ukraine and own it for the amount of money we put in there. That should have been part of the deal. But the idea that it's a loan is just yeah, totally yeah. ridiculous. And it just shows the disconnect between the elite, so-called elites and, you know, the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., and yeah. the average American. Um, and, like, the kind of a lack of respect. Like, you know, yeah. like, we're not that dumb. hmm Yeah.
1: The American mm-hmm. voter is not that dumb.
0: hmm all right, well, let's see. One last thing. Oh, no, we got two less things here. I miscounted. Um, at the end of last night, Dana Perino, in her lowest point of the night, tried to force everybody on the stage to write down a name of someone that they would basically vote off the island, survivor style, <laughs> I and like that, that should drop out. <laughs> and while I guess, yeah, it could have been interesting. She should have seen coming that nobody was going to take part in that, and generally it got quite a lot of of like, I don't want to say backlash, but like, general grunting at it as like, this was kind of out of place and kind of kind of beneath a, uh, a, presidential debate, but, basically, DeSantis shot it down in a very and what I thought was a very good answer and, and retort. And then, so, in response, she got really bitchy and pissed off and came with a follow-up question to DeSantis about mathematical path. Make sure you put those both together, Mr. Producer. Roll those back-to-back.
4: It's now obvious
3: that if you all stay in the race, former President Donald Trump wins the nomination. None of you have indicated that you're dropping out. So,
1: which one of you on stage tonight should be voted off the island? <laughs> Please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you. Fifteen <laughs> seconds, starting now. Of the people on the stage, Are you who should be? I'm absolutely do serious. That, with
4: all due respect, I mean we're here. Like Leo, we're happy to debate. No but I think that that's disrespectful to my it. fellow competitors. It. Nobody, yeah. nobody, wants, to, so, most, nobody most, wants to participate. I'll Let's do most. some questions. Let's talk about the future of the country. i let me ask you something,
1: if you won't answer to that question, let yep. me ask you this one. Yep. What is your mathematical path, yes. Governor DeSantis, in order to try to beat President Trump, who has a commanding
3: and enduring lead in this race?
4: So polls don't elect presidents, voters elect presidents, right. and we're going to take the case of the people. I thought that was very good. I think yeah.
0: that was one of DeSantis's best moments of the night, came at the end, strong finish. Um, we're going to do overall grading in a minute. I just want to do one last thing here of a clip. Um, after the debate, DeSantis went on Hannity. Listen to this interesting uh, idea that was floated to Sean Hannity, because, of course, DeSantis is going to debate Newsom governor on governor, uh, which is obviously a publicity stunt. I mean, I actually think it's pretty smart publicity stunt. Could go poorly, could go very well. It's a gamble. Um, and as a gambling man, I can respect a good gamble like that. Um, but he floated another idea to Sean Hannity last night after the debate. Take a listen to this one. And you know
4: what? Maybe yeah. we can say... Since the former president didn't come here, maybe he'd be willing to do one with, with you and I. I think he owes it to our voters to come and make the case. I you now
2: challenging. So this is going to be Hannity one-on-one debate. Let's central. do it. Let's do it, right? <laughs> I'll do and anything. So, I'll ask here, Here's the thing, though. You owe it to
4: the voters to come and make the case. No one's entitled to anything. You know, you can yeah. say, oh, some poll months before. No, you got to make the case. You got to owe it to the voters. So I'm going to show up everywhere. I think that that's what we were able to do. And, um, you know, there were some, I think, some important issues that were, that were discussed. Tonight, there's also others that I know you and I've talked about that weren't discussed. But at the end of the day, I think the thing that was clear for this: there's a lot of talk. A lot of people had good things to say. I'm the guy that's done it.
0: Would Donald Trump ever accept something like that? No, Most certainly not. No, uh, because I I think he I think Trump knows it go very poorly for him. But very interesting nonetheless. I I enjoyed that. I do like how all of them in general are getting more aggressive on the standpoint of. You know, Trump should have the respect for the Republican voters and show up and take part in the process, even though he is very far ahead right now. Um, there's still 40% of the party that is not supporting him for the nomination. And those 40%, who probably will in the end come around to support him, deserve the respect uh, that he should show them and take part in the process. And I think that's the right messaging. There's uh, some rumors that he might show up in Miami in November. so um, That's going to be very interesting. All right. Uh, overall debate grades and discussion. Give me your winner of the debate last night. I don't know if there was one. That's an acceptable answer. That's I won't let you get away with that. You know,
1: I I think that none of them had a Rick Perry brain freeze moment like during the twenty twelve election. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's a low bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them could speak in complete sentences, and you know, deliver a haymaker, one another, defend each other, this, that, and the other. That's fine, but at the end of the day, it didn't move the needle for any mm-hmm. of them. Two to, th- I mean, they're they're beating themselves bloody for a two to three point bump, if that. Maybe that will probably disappear in ten days. Um, I I, I think honestly, and people were saying this. I think I think Trump was the winner.
0: Uh, because, that I will not agree with. Because
1: no, everything no, no. on that stage no, he doesn't get to. No, he doesn't get to win by that default. None that of doesn't these count. people
0: could beat him. No, that doesn't count. He doesn't get to win by default. <laughs> totally disagree with that. And I also disagree with the fact that none of these people can beat him because I think that quite a few people on that stage, one-on-one, could absolutely beat him. And that's being proven in the polling by the fact that he's not at 80% as the former incumbent, sitting president, leader of the party. Because if that were the case, they'd all be at 1%. But they're not. Combined, they're at almost 40%. So clearly there's appetite in the Republican Party for a change, and the polling shows that. Now, yes, if it's uh, Donald Trump versus Doug Burgum, of course Trump's going to (laughs) win. Right? Right. But if it was Trump straight up if it was Trump straight up against even someone like Vivek, it would be an interesting race. The fact is Trump is getting lucky again, just as he did in twenty sixteen, where I he only can, had can a feel. plurality of of the vote and the other rest of the field is split sixteen ways. And now that's the way the math works. Yes, as as Carl Rove said last night on T V, elections are science and math. You win by getting more votes than the other person, yeah. and none of these okay. people are going to
1: drop out too. By the way, so
0: sure, that's a, yeah, I mean, another. part I of mean, I mean that's problem. I mean
1: that's the thing. You know, they all, everyone thinks that they have a chance. They're not going to drop out, and if they did, it'll be disrespectful to their supporters. There's a whole bunch of arguments
0: for and against, but uh, but no, yeah, but I do not accept the argument that Trump wins by default because he didn't show up. I think that what he did is a little bitch move. And I think that that argument is a bitch move because at the end of the day, the people that showed up at least had the guts to show up. And yeah. obviously, some of them shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean, Ronnie D should
1: obviously be there. I think he's the only one on that stage that, that could give him one for his money. I'm just waiting to see him break out a
0: bit. I know. I think it's only three of them. I think it's DeSantis, Vivek, and Nikki. I think Tim Scott, Christie, Pence, and Bergham should just yeah. be gone next time. I can't stand Vivik, Um Not me either. Yeah. I, not me either. But but if you have to, if I have to, you know, gun to my head, pick out well, the three people you from know, that you crowd. Just said who sa- could... Science and math. I mean, yeah. it is. he For is the, the one. The three people from that crowd who could have a shot. Those are the three people. Nikki, I think, is a little more on the outlier side. Yeah. Uh, but in some polling, she does show some strength. Um, and let us not forget. You know, women will just pick women for the sake of being women, even though they hate each other. That's true. Very (laughs) ironic. Um...
1: But yeah, so I, I I did get a laugh when Vivek uh, tried to explain his inexperience, you know, pivot from his in the the his political inexperience and and stuff, and saying, well, I'm just gonna surround myself by the best people. I'm like who? It's like yeah. it's like it by yeah. George Soros. No, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. O- overall, I think that probably I'd rate Ron and Nikki as the winners. Winners being, you know, subjective. It's not going to really move the needle all that much. Yeah. Um, but picking out of the crowd, that's who I'd pick. I think Nikki, for some people, came across as too much of a bitch. Um, which, you know, is going to happen. Um, she got more aggressive, though, than in the first debate, though. So I, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. Sure. I mean, she's still neocon Nikki. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, that's what it oh, is. Man, she was- I disagree with 99% of what she says. Um, but just from a political analysis standpoint, I wouldn't be surprised if her numbers went up a little bit. Uh, losers are the losers that I mentioned. Tim Scott, Chris Christie, especially Pence. Pence is at the top of the loser list. Um, and Doug Bergen. I think that their percentages will drop. Um, and there's going to start to be a little bit of a consolidation here. Now, the only one who said anything about dropping out was one of the people not on the stage last night, and that's Aza Hutchinson. And he said that if he doesn't reach 4%, in Iowa, by Thanksgiving, he's going to drop out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So two months from now. Uh, um, so we'll see. I think it's going to be close to the same crowd for the Miami debate. Minus um, Bergen, probably. Minus Pence and Bergen, I think. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to see the rest of them there. Maybe not Christie, maybe not Scott, I don't know. Um, although I don't think that the RNC will hold or will be so restrictive with their criteria that it's only Ron, Vivek, and Nikki, even though that's what it should be. What I'd really like to see is a Trump, DeSantis, Vivek, and Nikki debate. I yeah. think that'd be very interesting. I think that it would be enlightening for, our, for the party, for the country. Uh, I think Nikki would get exposed in her neocon ways because no one else on that stage would agree with that. But yeah, so that's, I think, where we're at. You know, it's, it's not going to move the needle... Um, But I, I hate when people say that Trump won Because he didn't show up He didn't have the balls to show up And if he would have showed up He probably would have won And that's the <laughs> point I've been making the whole time Is that, is that old-fashioned Trump Would have shown up to these oh, last yeah. two I mean, debates He was rolling in when there was 16 deep that field Yeah, he would have shown up and he would have methodically crushed every single one of them on the stage. Instead, now he's too afraid. That's
1: why. That's why I'm here, and you're over there in yeah. that
0: stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in instead, now he's too afraid. And uh, last night he went to some event, um, which was supposed to be a uh, auto worker union event in support of the strike, but apparently did not have union members there, from what I'm reading. But also, it was at a non-union shop, so it was like anti-union and pro-union trying to play both sides. I'm like, Don, whoever's advising you, God. And that's what worries me so much about him. it said union (laughs) indeed. It said, yeah. And really, that goes back to the point we've been making the whole time. his staffers? His, His staff is so terrible now. Yeah. You know he doesn't have any smart people around him. There's no. There's no, there's no Kellyanne. Kellyanne. There's no it, Bannon. There's yeah. nobody stra- smart, strategic, uh, and politically savvy. You know, even for as much as I couldn't stand him, Jared Kushner was smart, and he could make strategic plans. Yeah. Well, nobody. No wants, one. No one wants to be indicted, man. Yeah. No, and it's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. For our guy, who's probably going to be the nominee, this yeah. is the problem yeah. that we face. It's the problem we face is the party. Um, it's the problem he faces as the nominee. Uh, he's also kind of broke. Yeah. Uh, not personally, but but campaign is campaign, broke. Yeah.
1: I think if he reclinches, I think they will there, there there will be a massive overhaul with his staff. I sure as hell. I hope. mean sure, Trump man. is not that stupid you know what I'm trying to say like he's not uh, no, I say that, although his his, his loyalty mm-hmm. to some people mm-hmm. has certainly blinded him. Yep. into some blunders I will say that yeah. but in term, but I think the man he wants to win I think he sees you know who be one of those you know great guy great guy but I just I just can't do it with him yeah we can't have you know you know who, your, you're, your favorite person on uh, Twitter Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: all of them so um, um, yeah so that's gonna be it if you have any comments or thoughts on 2024 the debate anything we just talked about impeachment Email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from you. Um, and if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. I promise you will love it. Money-back guarantee. You're the only ones who get a money-back guarantee. Um, promise you'll love it. You'll get all kinds of stuff. All of Kurt's VIP stuff, Matt's, Katie's, spencers i mean the list goes on and on and if you become a vip gold member you get it across the board on all of our sites uh pj red state i mean cruiser it, the list goes on and on so uh townhallvip.com promo code save america for 50 percent off it allows us to do what we are doing here not only on triggered but at all of Townhall media and covering the news of the day and holding these leftists accountable telling the truth because uh, that's what matters these days no one else is doing it, so we must do it. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members, and there is so many of you. It means the world to us. We love you all. Um, we do this show for you guys. Um, Shout-out to our, our boy, Kev, uh, who is the video czar here at Town Hall. He got uh, one of his videos got replied to by Elon last night, so he was pretty pumped about that. It was the Matt Gaetz Seinfeld video. Um, but, yeah, we will be back here on Wednesday. I don't know what the date is because I didn't put it on my list here. But next Wednesday, we'll be here for another episode of Triggered. As always, don't forget, five-star ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us beat the big tech algorithm. We appreciate all those from everybody that are putting them in. Uh, it's really, really helpful. And we'll be back here next Wednesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.